This is Internet Marketing. Brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.com. This is Internet Marketing. And I'm joined again by Adam Kitane and Joey Fischella of mycoinsolution.com. They're the co-founders. Hi, guys. Hey, Andy. This is part two of the lowdown on Bitcoin. And... In the last show, we talked about sort of what Bitcoin is and where it came from, some misconceptions and why it's a good idea to use it. Let's talk about actually who's using Bitcoin now and and how our listeners can use it. Can you give me some examples of who's using it? Most notably, uh, Expedia.com recently started accepting Bitcoin. Uh, and most of the people that are accepting Bitcoin nowadays, most of the merchants that accept Bitcoin are using either BitPay or Coinbase to process their transactions. Yeah. Uh, and BitPay and Coinbase are both, their competitors actually, and they're both uh, merchant services that provide uh, big name merchants with the ability to accept Bitcoin. And uh, they do the integration and everything. So yeah, uh, they've been really, really hard at work uh, getting adoption going and uh, making uh, Bitcoin available to merchants and consumers. So as I said, Expedia.com is one of the most uh, recognizable brands that accepts Bitcoin for hotel bookings now. Uh, in the States, we have Dish Network, which is a satellite ISP. Uh, they're really, really big. It's a, you know, it's a humongous company. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> actually, uh, Adam has a pretty funny story about this Dish Network. Oh, I like I funny stories. Tell us the funny story, Adam. <laughs> sure, I'd be happy to. So it's, uh, I was on the phone with my other ISP the other day. Uh, they had raised the rates on me, and I was not happy about it. And mm. so... I called them up and complained and threatened to switch to Dish Network because they accepted Bitcoin and their rates were lower, but most importantly, because they accepted Bitcoin. And I would have been thrilled to pay for my internet using, uh, using Bitcoin. But unfortunately, uh, my internet service provider and cable provider offered me even faster internet and free HBO for my previous lower price. Uh, at which point I had to concede and and stick with them. But uh, it's the power of Bitcoin, though. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and and I'm sure that you know I I hadn't, but I'm sure that many others have switched to Dish Network because they're accepting Bitcoin. And you know that's as we spoke on the last show, one of the reasons why we do see a lot of merchants starting to accept Bitcoin. Sure. Yeah. There's a story, isn't there? Also of um, real estate. See, I'm trying to use Americanisms here. We would call it property, but you guys call it real estate, don't you? Some, some yes. stories of real estate changing hands with Bitcoin? Yeah, actually, uh, most notably, uh, Tropical Villa in Indonesia was sold for $500,000 worth of Bitcoin. Really? Uh, recently, yeah. That so would be, what, 1,000 Bitcoins? Is that, is that just right? Just about. Yeah, the current rate. So. Yeah. yeah. And th- there actually is a real estate agency in New York uh, called Bapple. And they've sold, I believe, a sixteen thousand uh, dollar lease to uh, one of their clients using Bitcoin, and which is interesting because the uh, owner of Bapple, Nick Spanos, is actually the uh, creator of the Bitcoin Center in New York City. And the story goes that he was actually approached by someone who was um, interested in leasing an apartment, and they uh, gave him the idea of using Bitcoin or accepting Bitcoin mm. uh, instead of cash for the lease. And of course, as a landlord. You know, Bitcoin, you know, with Bitcoin, the check is never going to bounce. There's no chargeback on the credit card. There's no credit card fee. So once you get the coins in your wallet, yeah. uh, 
you're pretty sure that the person <laughs> can't get him back. I mean, so, it really is like the electronic version of cash, isn't it? That's exactly right. In fact, yeah. Satoshi's opening paper, one of the, the first lines says an electronic cash system. Yeah. And it is almost exactly that. Some yeah. people used to call it cash with wings. I think that's what uh, a lot of people advocating for Bitcoin in the early days called it that. And it's very true. Yeah. Um, so now you can use cash with wings on overstock.com, which is kind of like an Amazon competitor. Right. And I know a lot of people that are in the Bitcoin space will actually check overstock first to see if they have anything instead of Amazon, or they just use overstock as their default now because they accept Bitcoin. Because they accept Bitcoin. Yeah. It's that thing right. again, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, there's loads of companies, isn't there? Sort of, um, is it Mint.com, Reddit, uh, right. CoinMap, Bitcoin Travel? Oh, so I was going to talk about Bitcoin Travel, yeah. right? Thank you for reminding me. Yeah. Uh, Bitcoin.travel is a website where you can view uh, locations that you can go or hotels that you can stay at or travel airlines and uh, different methods of travel like buses, trains, anything that accepts Bitcoin. Mm. Uh, and if you want to, you know, take a vacation, you can go to that website and plan it out, uh, using their services and find out about like who accepts Bitcoin, where you're going or, you know, how to get there using just Bitcoin. Um, so that's a really great site. Uh, coinmap.org is another website that's kind of like a merchant directory. Mm. Uh, it gives you sort of a Google maps overview of the world and you can zoom in on any city or state or any, you know, any area in the world and see which Bitcoin businesses uh, have listed themselves on, on CoinMap. There's quite an and, industry growing up around Bitcoin, isn't there? And similar yeah, services. Oh, yeah. It's, it's crazy. I mean, it's really, really uh, ripe for innovation. So I, I think that a lot of people are taking advantage of the, the technology behind Bitcoin, and they're making use of uh, this like sort of international uh, currency that we have now. Yeah, sure. Now let's let's move on to the subject because we did touch on it just briefly. This subject of how to accept Bitcoin. So if you've got like a, you know, a merchant site or retail site online, what what do you have to do to accept Bitcoin? And you mentioned interestingly, you mentioned two companies. There was BitPay and I think it was at Coinbase the other one. And I was right. a bit surprised because I always thought Bitcoin was um you know a bit sort of, not, not maverick that's the wrong word but sort of like more independent and I thought you could do something on your own but do you have to have a sort of merchant to accept Bitcoin? You actually don't. Um our company MyCoin Solution does imp- uh does different types of implementations for our customers. Mm. In fact, what I thought going into the company was that most people would want to see a do-it-yourself implementation like you just described, yeah. where you can use the Bitcoin software and you can use you know the open source tools available to actually create your own web store. And we've only had one customer that's wanted that type of implementation. How interesting. Um, everyone else seems to uh, want to be able to use Bitcoin in the easiest way possible. Mm. And what we found is that Coinbase actually provides very simple plugins for Shopify and WordPress that allow you to integrate Bitcoin payments into your electronic marketplace. So Bitcoin is still a bit of a doozy for people. They don't understand how it works. They don't understand how to implement it. And what we do is we provide people with what solution works best for them. If they still don't understand Bitcoin after looking over the materials that we provide and the way that we explain it, Mm. then we usually suggest that, you know, if you still want to accept Bitcoin, I think it's a great idea. Here, we'll set you up with this Coinbase solution. Then Coinbase kind of takes a cut into that, right? But if you want to be able to accept Bitcoin and, you know, use all of its uh, features without anyone else taking part in getting like a slice of your your sales, then you can very easily, with our help, 
uh, or, you know, on, with your own research, set up a Bitcoin client on your website yeah. uh, or on your computer and get that running yourself. Fantastic. One of the things that I think is really key here is sort of the value add of BitPay and Coinbase. And Joey mentioned that, you know, they do have some plugins that you can add to your existing online store. But more importantly, I think what they allow is for merchants to remove the um, risk of accepting Bitcoin in that a lot of merchants in the beginning were afraid that if I accept a Bitcoin today for a t-shirt and then the price of Bitcoin plummets tomorrow, Mm. well, now I don't get any sort of compensation for that shirt. What these companies are doing is they're offering um, sort of a gateway to remove that risk. So if you charge $50 for a t-shirt and you're set up with Coinbase or BitPay, what, that, what you can do is charge uh, $50 for that shirt, instantaneously find what the exchange rate is for Bitcoin. Mm. They send you, uh, someone pays in Bitcoin. And at the end of the day, whether Bitcoin has gone up or gone down or stayed the same, these companies will guarantee that you will be paid out the $50, uh, regardless of how the, the price of Bitcoin has changed. Okay. And so it takes that risk out of the equation for merchants. And so, you know, I think that's really what the value add for these companies is. And, you know, if you want that solution, but you're um, overwhelmed by maybe the technical components uh, of Bitcoin, or even just the integrating it with your already existing online store, that's sort of, you know, where we see a lot of people today. And that's where we come in. And we love helping people accept Bitcoin um, and understand a little bit more about it. And, and help educate them. Because, you know, right now, uh, we've listed quite a number of companies that have started accepting Bitcoin, but it's still a very niche market. And mm. what we see is in the future, this is going to grow to something where a lot of people in a lot of different sectors and industries are going to use Bitcoin, whether they know it or not. And so, you know, helping people uh, get to that point where they're comfortable with enough uh, to at least say, yes, you know, help me do it. Um, I think that's definitely uh, in in the near future. I'm really interested in actually, I know we touched on it earlier. Um, we talked about the Bitcoin bump in, in part one, but it's, it's how people are using Bitcoin to sort of um, enhance their marketing almost. Um, there does seem to be a sort of a, a Bitcoin effect, doesn't there? I, th- I think, did you, are you seeing a big, huge sort of jump in interest in Bitcoin at the moment? Yeah, it feels like uh, people are very aware of Bitcoin. It's one of the most searched terms on Google. Um, it, it seems to be something that people are in the blogosphere are writing about and, and are interested in. And the very interesting thing about Bitcoin is how many new people and new users are engaged in the content every day, mm-hmm. which is extremely important for people that want to advertise their business. I think that, you know, it's acceptable to post online like, oh, this business is now accepting Bitcoin. Yeah, Whereas yeah. if you post that anywhere else, People consider it spam or, you know, shameless self-promotion. But now it shows that actually you're on the cutting edge of technology, you know, and it, it's used to catch the eye of these Bitcoin users who are hungry for places to spend their Bitcoin. Yeah. We talked a little bit about some of these big companies. Uh, I want to mention just off the top of my head, one very small company that started accepting Bitcoin. I remember uh, he, it was a hot sauce creator, maker and seller out of a small town in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Um, I saw him on the front page of Reddit, uh, or the front page of the Bitcoin Reddit, rather, uh, a few weeks back. His name is Garrett, and he just had a picture of his front porch stacked tall with boxes mm. full of hot sauce. And the caption read, 
look what Bitcoin has done to my business. Ah. And, I, <laughs> and I reached out to him uh, and, and had the pleasure of speaking to him. And he said how he used to have uh, about one shipment worth of hot sauces go out per week or so, um, maybe a year or two ago. And since he started accepting Bitcoin, um, you know, he's also an active member in the Bitcoin community and, and very involved. But he started accepting Bitcoin. And a year later, he said that one shipment per week worth of hot sauce became 30. And wow. so, you know, he's really seen tremendous benefit for his very, very small business because he started accepting Bitcoin. And, you know, a lot of people... Um, are starting to catch on that this is really an effective way of using it for marketing. It can make you newsworthy then, can't it? It's, it's worth, because there is a, a Bitcoin symbol as well, a standard Bitcoin symbol, isn't it, that you can put on your website? That's right. It's the little orange B. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty cool. They're actually uh, trying to get it uh, implemented into like the, the basic text editor uh, like language so that you can actually type it on any website, which is pretty awesome. Yes, it's, uh, like, it keeps, it's a bit like a dollar sign, isn't it? But it's a B instead of an S. Yeah, it's cute, but yeah. it, gets the, you know, it gets the job done. You can really understand what it is. I'm really interested in other things you can do with Bitcoin. I'm also interested in where you think uh, Bitcoin is going to be, I don't know, five years from now. What are your thoughts, sure. guys? So the technology of the Bitcoin network being this peer-to-peer network and this decentralized solution that has never existed before can actually be used for many, many different things. You can do something called color coin, which is when you use the Bitcoin network to represent things other than Bitcoins Mm. in this decentralized uh, system where you can say like, oh, you know, one Bitcoin represents 100% stake in my company. Mm. And then you can trade that Bitcoin as if it's a company. Uh, in this trustless, you know, decentralized peer-to-peer way. Yes, I read a blog post on this. This is, and this is kind of to be layered on top of Bitcoin, isn't it? Rather than sort of changing Bitcoin. That's correct. Yeah. Um, most well, there are certain implementations that use uh, a separate system to yeah. uh, implement that solution, but most of these uh, systems work within Bitcoin and kind of piggyback on the power of the network that's already there. Yeah. Sure. Uh, there's something called counterparty that exists right now where people are trading shares in their company. I, I think I saw yesterday online, someone is like trying to crowdfund themselves like a, a, a certain amount of Bitcoins to start their band. Mm. And they say that like every, you know, every share in our band uh, is worth like a certain percentage of our profits because you've chosen to invest in us from the beginning. Wow. And this like kind of skirts on the legality issue of like how is Bitcoin being used, you know, and what are the laws behind it? But people, it's people are finding that it's advantageous to use this uh, type of technology because it doesn't have any restrictions as far as like, you know, who can be sending money where or, or what's you know what actually uh, you can do with your property. So it, it's allowing people to kind of trade like a share in a company for like you know. Whatever they, whatever else they can uh, represent in the blockchain, which could be like a deed for a land or a certain contract, and all these items can be interchangeable within the system uh, that runs on Bitcoin. And so, what Joey just described is sort of some of the really cool technological ways that you can use the Bitcoin protocol in very clever ways to do different things. So, um, there's a way using, you know, without changing Bitcoin at all. Um, just a clever application of it is this crowdfunding. I think that that to me is a really interesting example where, mm. you know, 
using the, the protocol and the technology as it is today, um, you can say, you know, send Bitcoin to this address. Um, and but the Bitcoin won't be able to be used uh, or received by the, the receiver until it reaches a certain threshold by a certain date. Otherwise, everyone's going to get their Bitcoin back. And that's that's the heart of crowdfunding is, you know, if you can if people are willing to fund your project uh, up, you know, a certain amount by a certain amount in time, then um, then you can have that project take off. Otherwise, you know, everyone's going to get their money back and that project isn't going to go anywhere. This is the notion of escrow, isn't it? So, so are you saying that you reckon escrow could be built into Bitcoin at some point? Absolutely. Actually, it's already built in. Right. Um, that functionality is yeah. sort of like functional on the network now. And it's it's sort of escrow, but it's sort of not. It, it, it's like an escrow that relies on math to uh, satisfy its you know release of money. Yes, uh, there isn't really a third party. The third party is like the miners that do the calculations and decide whether or not you know <laughs> one plus one is equal to two. Uh, so it's kind of using this trustless network of of decentralized uh, you know power to kind of you know provide these services that have never been uh, possible before. Guys, this has been absolutely fascinating. I want to just talk quickly because we ought to wrap up soon. I want to talk quickly about uh, some of the communities about Bitcoin, and then we'll we'll end up with uh, how people can find out about you. I know there's quite a lot of activity in in the US, isn't there? And there's a bit of activity in London now, isn't there? That's correct. Actually, in New York City, there are three different huge groups that are kind of uh, getting people together to talk about Bitcoin. Yeah. The first one is uh, Bitcoin NYC, which was the first and the largest meetup group. Uh, in the states um, uh, pertaining to Bitcoin. And every week, 30 to 40 Bitcoin enthusiasts or newbies to Bitcoin would come by and check out you know, what was going on in the world. And it would just be an open table discussion about Bitcoin. And that's actually where I got involved in the Bitcoin scene. It's just a great group of guys that have been involved and you know, happy to answer questions and are excited for the technology. Yeah. Um, besides Bitcoin NYC, there's the Bitcoin Center NYC, which is actually uh, a physical location uh, right next door to the stock exchange. Oh, right. Um, and yeah, it's it's right on Wall Street. How does, how does the stock held... exchange feel about that? <laughs> We're not sure, but we get a lot of guys that are interested, you know, on their lunch break coming in and checking out Bitcoin. They're like, oh, I've heard of it, you know, yeah. um, which is really cool. So the Bitcoin Center actually recently held the jobs fair uh, last weekend where they were, you know, they had BitPay there and they had a bunch of different companies that are hiring and want to pay their employees in Bitcoin. And all the potential employees are interested in working for Bitcoin startups. So that was really exciting. And the Bitcoin Center also has uh, open trading every Thursday, which is great. People, you know, can come to trade their dollars for Bitcoin uh, in an open area, which is really nice. So it's kind of like an open air stock exchange for just Bitcoin. <laughs> wow, that would be um, worth. Uh, that would be certainly be interesting to watch, wouldn't it? Yeah, actually, there there have been a number of news uh, outlets that have come in and reported on it. And, yeah, you know, I'm in the news sometimes. I'm just like walking around trading Bitcoin. It's very cool. <laughs> so, uh, uh, besides that, there's the Bitcoin Developers Group in New York City, which meets every Tuesday, and this is just strictly developers or people that are working on Bitcoin businesses or projects. Uh, and it's a great group of guys that meet up and talk about, you know, what they've been doing with the technology and how they've been able to put it in use for their business or how that uh, they're advancing the technology and uh, having other businesses use what they're doing uh, to, you know, help them out. 
So it's, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on in New York City. Yeah. And also, I've heard that the uh, the Bitcoin group in London is also equally big, if not bigger than the one in New York City. And they actually sponsored a hackathon, which is uh, when a bunch of guys get together and start programming for like a week straight and try to get a project done. And, you know, there's like judges and awards and stuff, and they called it HackCoin. So that actually just happened uh, last weekend as well. You know, it's always very humbling, listeners, to be to be told by an American gentleman something that's going on on my doorstep and I didn't know about. <laughs> <laughs> I work in London four days a week. I should have known about this, but that's, that's fascinating. Now, how can people find out about about you guys and uh, about your company? Sure. So we are reachable online at our website www.mycoinsolution.com. Uh, and you can reach us via email, either info at mycoinsolution.com or to either of us, I'm Adam, so adam at mycoinsolution.com or Joseph. Um, so you can shoot us an email. You can follow us on Twitter at mycoinsolution and you can find our blog on our site. And so, you know, anyone who's interested in learning more about Bitcoin or thinks that accepting Bitcoin is something that might be good for their business, uh, they can reach out to us and we can sort of give them a little bit more guidance and point them in the right direction and uh, hopefully work with them in the near future. Well, guys, uh, thank you so much. It's been a, a really useful insight into Bitcoin. I hope our listeners found it useful. And um, that's it for this show. You can uh, find us at sitevisibility.com slash podcast if you want to find the podcast on the web. Email us at podcasts at sitevisibility.co.uk. Telephone us at plus four four one two seven three two five six. 150 and of course you can find us on itunes we love reviews so please review us Uh, guys thanks so much for joining us thanks for having us thanks andy and we'll see you next time on internet marketing What's new in podcasting? Here's what we love, courtesy of ACAST Recommends. On a scale of 1 to 10, with 1 being completely straight mm-hmm. and 10 being completely gay, what number are you? Um, you know, I don't think that you should rank how gay they are. I guess, I, you know, that's just a little of a red, just a flag for me. Come on, come out a weekly podcast where real lesbians tell their real coming out stories. You can find Come On, Come Out on your favorite podcatcher out now. Go listen. A-Cash, 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 A-Cash recommends. recommends.